This is the Think Tank for Wednesday, June 29th, 2016. What's going on, everybody? I'm Nico. That's Michael. What's up, bro? That's Alex. All right. I was, I was uh, not as crispy as they've been in the no, past. No, it wasn't a crisp. wasn't a crisp. All right, Michael. Redemption. Pop. Oh, that's very unsatisfying. I think it's just the beer. The beer. I, I think don't know. so. Not a poppable beer. Yeah, not very poppable. Unlike this podcast, which pops every week, except for last week when we didn't do one. Apologies, everyone, for not doing the think tank last week and leaving leaving you all high and dry. But we're back with a vengeance, ready to go. Is it good? It's not awful. How so, y'all so in our continuing tradition. Oh yeah, <laughs> that we that started, started last week. That we started in our last podcast. Alex and I will be splitting a six pack. During each episode, or at least that's the plan. So this week, last week, uh, last time we did the show, right? It's time for the beer, beer, beer of, of, of the 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 week, 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 week. All right, Michael, what are we drinking this week? <laughs> okay, so last last time we were here, we were drinking a watermelon ale. Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? Yes, it is. So. This time. Oh, by the way. Yes. <laughs> Wait, we're, we're in the middle of our bit. Sorry. Watermelon ale. Quick comment. Zach Caponegro came in this basement last week and saw the watermelon ale. And he's like, whose beer was that? And I said, Mike and Alex. And then he said, what happened to their dicks? I just want to let you guys know that. He called you bitches for, uh, for drinking watermelon ale. Oddly refreshing. Sorry. Keep going. I mean, we're still drinking. So what was he doing? <laughs> that's a good point. He was watching Judge Dredd with me. Okay. Go ahead. That's all, that's all that needs to be said. Why is this a thing, bro? You should listen to it. It's the greatest podcast. Anyways, so last time we had watermelon ale. This time, when I was at the liquor store, I saw that there was a special release from Sam Adams. There's some free advertising for you. Mm. <laughs> Send me a check. It's fine. Sure. They definitely um, need you. Yeah, definitely. I know. This time, it is a special release. It says New England special release. It is Blueberry Hill Lager. Do you buy that this is only in New England that they're selling I'm these not things? sure. But you know what? I don't care. <laughs> I live in New England. I'm not going anywhere else. Uh, so I don't – I can't fact check them on it. They probably change the packaging wherever you are. Like if you're in Texas, it probably says Texas special. Southern release, release only. The yeah. exact same. I'm, I'm sure that's what it is. Probably release it at different times though. Could be. No. So like if, if they were, if it says like, you know, Midwest special release, it might be like after they're done with the New England one. All right. Let's see what we think. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Taste testing. We should do a beer podcast. I wouldn't have much input, but... That's pretty good. I like it. It's fine. Yeah. All right, give, smooth. Give me a word no. besides smooth. So it's not as hoppy as normal Sam Adams. If you no, have, like, the not. Sam Adams Boston Lager, it's a little hoppy. This is a little less hoppy. What does hoppy mean? Try a beer one day. You can't describe <laughs> it's that. Like bitter. Kind of bitter, but not bitter. It's weird. Right. The, the, Drink beer. The hashtag the, bitter, not bitter. The, the easiest way to describe it. For someone who's never had beer before, is that like hoppy means it's like slightly bitter. Gotcha. Like yeah, bitter. bitter's probably the best. Leaves a little bit of a dry taste in your mouth. Yeah, dry, dry and bitter. Why hoppy? Because they use they hops, use hops. to what? make beer. That's the plant. That's oh. So when we say hoppy, we're referring to the ingredient. Yeah, that don't makes think beer. of a bunny. I like, thought it meant like bunny. bunnies. I no, thought no, like no, no, you'd, no, no. you'll be hopping off the walls after no, drinking no, this no, beer. No. Dear no, God, Nico. Nico. How many times have you seen your dad drink a beer? I in my whole life. It's, it's right. So education. I, <laughs> That's how I learned about the world. You've, you've added a new word to your vocabulary. Okay, I'll add that. It's in. dry and bitter, essentially. Uh, okay, Not I have. I have. Uh, before we get started today with our topic of choice, which is friendships, and uh, sort of we're going to have a, a guide to which friend are you. But we'll get there in a little bit. But first, annoying Plainville story. Are you ready? 
for an annoying Plainville story? Sure. I have nowhere else to tell this, so I'm just going to tell it now. Uh, and you're the only ones that would understand it. So uh, for some reason, I'm in this group called Plainville Talks on Facebook. I don't know why I'm in this group. Is it like a gossip group? I don't know what it is, but I, at some point, like... Is it just adults? Is it... I don't know what it is, but like six, seven years ago, I must have joined it. I, I, I don't know why, and I still get alerts, and I haven't thought to unjoin it, but for some reason, I'm still on it. And they like post shit about tag sales and things like that. Okay. So, I, so again, it's like Craigslist, but for Plainville. Sure. Uh, so I, I'm on Facebook today, and I see so-and-so has tagged you in a comment. And I'm thinking, what the hell is this? I've never seen this guy before. I don't know what his name is. Turns out he's mentioning my name in the Plainville Talks group. And I'm like, whoa, what is this all about? This random guy that I don't know is commenting in a group that I'm not really a part of. And uh, the comment says, hip, hip, hooray for Nico. N-I-C-O with my little link on it. And I think, wow, what's, what's this all about? And I quickly get to this conclusion. Funny story about being Nico in the town of Plainville. You guys will probably be aware of this. You ever drive on the fucking main road that our road is off of at a certain time of year, and you ever see some signs out there for something called Nico's Lemonade Stand? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Oh. So, every fucking year, this 11-year-old kid with, I think, cancer? I'm not sure what he has. No, he raises money for cancer. He doesn't have it. He doesn't have cancer. No. Did he used to have cancer? No. Okay. Then why is he raising money for cancer? Because he wants to cure cancer, you asshole. He's 11? Yeah, he donates it to the Make-A-Wish, I believe. Does he? Make-A-Wish Foundation. Okay. Slightly misleading advertising there. Because he's using his name, and he's saying, Oh, I'm a cute, adorable kid. Buy lemonade for me, and it goes to cancer. Sort of implies that he is at least involved in the cancer community. But his sign is always out on the road, right? Nico's Lemonade Stand. People are always going over there. As a matter of fact, I saw the Make-A-Wish Foundation car outside of, of the building. I'm like, whoa. Right. This Make-A-Wish is happening. Right. I should I should get a hold of those guys. And... Uh, so, <laughs> this was a comment on a story in some local newspaper that says Plainville 11-year-old uh, to sell lemonade for seventh year to benefit Make-A-Wish Foundation. And now I'm getting commented on there <laughs> because this guy has my Facebook on his Facebook because we're in the same group. So now I feel like I'm getting credit for this Make-A-Wish Foundation lemonade stand. All right. I have to tell you this because you're the only person I'd ever have to tell you tell this to. Don't call him out on this. Don't be like, you got the wrong Nico, asshole. I don't care, cancer. You Just untag yourself and walk away. I don't know how to untag myself. You can just click on the name and untag yourself. I don't think you can do that. You can totally do that. I'm pretty sure that's not an option. You can definitely do it from your laptop. Okay. Yeah, you could. Okay, I not a... right now. We're doing a podcast. No, but I have to. <laughs> I have to clear my name here because every year it's always a mistake. Because I think we're the only two people in the world that spell Nico that way. Everybody else is N I K O, but the both of us are N I C O. So it's like I, huh, I don't know how to change it now. I, I I don't have the option to untie myself at least on my phone. Or you could just get a lemonade stand and go or join up just, with the kid. I could just keep keep taking credit for it. But this kid really bothers no, me. No, you every can't. Year. You can't keep taking credit for it. He's putting the Nico name to shame right now. He's okay. raising money for cancer. Seven. You know what? I'm expected to now step up my game. Yes. I'm getting tagged on charitable stories on Facebook. It makes me very uncomfortable. 
So you say untag myself and go away. I just walk away. Don't Michael, say anything. Michael, what do you say? That wouldn't be very risky, I by the say, way. I why, why the fuck do you care? Because now It's I'm, a Facebook group you didn't know you were in and don't care about. Yeah, but I... <laughs> so what do you... People are going to be clicking on my link, like, looking for information on a lemonade stand. They're like, oh, that's not an 11-year-old boy. God, <laughs> it's know. quite a conundrum. It's... See, it would be much easier. You're making a bigger deal out of it than it needs to be. You You're not getting you literally, tagged. You literally just need to do what Alex said. There's no such thing as Mike's Lemonade Stand. And if there There's, were... It's called you... Mike's Hard. Yeah. <laughs> Another alcohol reference. Yeah. It's uh, called Mike's Hard Lemonade. Also something we will never drink on this show. Correct. I don't know how to untag myself. We'll figure that out later. That might be a good topic. Some other time. Let's keep talking because this is a podcast. Let's do it. Uh, Time out. What? Corrections and retractions from last episode. Oh. Contractions. Contraction. Contractions. Contractions. Okay, it's, I don't like that. It's Those are great get, stingers. It's got to get weaker, then stronger again. Okay. It's a contraction. <laughs> contractions. 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 Oh, God. We're going to have to cut that. I, I don't like any of that. You're so, going to have to cut that. It's just a minor one. I talked to my brother who, you know, is it is it you know, pretty consistent listener to to the show for whatever reason. I would use the word fanatic. Probably you're probably <laughs> right. He's probably he's a fanatic when it comes to this an show. An avid fan. Yes, an avid fan. Mm-hmm. So, I talked to him and I unfairly judged him last episode in assuming he would be on your side for our, our last topic, but he's actually on my side. Which Surpri- somewhat surprising to me, but I felt the need to share that on the podcast. What were the two sides to recap quickly? To recap, mm-hmm. um, well, you believe that sex is just a physical act, and I do not. Mm. So, so really, so Nick, Nick was was less uh, adventurous than than Alex and I. Substantially right. less adventurous, as a matter of fact. Right. That actually surprises me because he's a hip hop superstar. And uh, I, I wouldn't go that far. Like, They're gonna be throwing themselves at him. gold digging horse. We get so much pussy. We actually we also had to talk to you know how I was just very against this whole him making music thing. Yes, I told him today. I said, Nick, I'm never gonna like it, but you need to do what makes you happy, man. Oh wow, look at you! I know, what a supportive I, older I know. brother, turning things around. I know. That's what I told wow. him. Wow. Oh my god, that's so. I mean, maybe he'll now give me some money later on in life, just because yeah, I said maybe. that once. Yeah, yeah he'll loan me some cash. <laughs> Gotta get him a turtle. <laughs> he'll let me live on his couch. You know, with just like four percent interest. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fine. fine. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yes, no. Gotta give him a turtle. <laughs> Maximus. It's a horrible movie. Anyways, let's keep going. I like turtles. <laughs> well, that's a that's a callback. That's, that's a, a great old, old YouTube one. I like turtles. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're, we're gonna talk about sex some more next week for sure because the long-awaited ladies' edition, ladies' night. Here on the Think Tank. That's a good title for it, right? Ladies Girls Night Out. Night out. <laughs> yeah. Girls Night Out here on the Think Tank. We will have our panel of champions and each will be defending our honor. I did promise my champion there'd be alcohol for her. So I gotta make a run next week. Good. It's your turn anyways. And I'm also week, on so six pack duty. Okay. So. Alright. So next week we will have that for sure. We have our champions. All we gotta do is lock down a time. And uh, we'll be asking ladies about their opinions on various different things. So that'll be a nice little change of pace. It'll be fun. Alex, what's this week's topic? All right, so this week we're going to be talking about uh, friendship, friend groups, and basically how people fit into that. Because there are definitely friend groups where your role changes depending on who you are in that group. For example, we have Nico, who we use to exploit for his basement and his family (laughs) 
and so that we can rant on the internet for him sure. every once in a while. That's the trade-off in our group. Yes. But when I go to Nico, I expect a certain response, and I don't always get that response, which can be very frustrating. Interesting. Right? So if I go to Nico with a problem, like I've done before, I expect him to tell me that I'm right, and <laughs> I just need that extra kind of reinforcement. If I go to Michael with a problem, I expect him to tell me that I'm wrong, and usually I go to both of them, I get a pretty good idea of what to do. Mm. So in certain groups, your role changes, and I kind of want to discuss how what that role is, how that changes, and where we see each member of our group, at least. We can start there. Yeah. So when we'll just start on this, this micro example here. You go to Michael because you want the straight talk. You come to me because you want the sugar-coated truth. No, I want you to tell me I'm right and Michael to tell me I'm wrong. It doesn't matter what's the truth. Interesting. So, okay, I see, I see, I see. It gives me both sides of the argument. Now, is is that because Michael and you are so diametrically opposed sometimes? That helps. Yeah. That helps a lot. Uh-huh. So um, you want to get the pro and con chart and you want to – and then somehow you're going to come to an answer. Well, usually I figure if I get both sides, whatever side I hate – Less is the one I'll go with. <laughs> right? Whichever the two of you I hate less that day is, right. is who gets interesting. Gone with. That's an interesting um, thing. Yeah. So I think just do we need to give more background about the situation? Sure. There was a girl up at school, um, and I said some things to her that I didn't know if I meant at the time. Um, just that I really cared about her, which I think I do. Uh, but at the time, it was unexpected. Um, I hadn't like been planning on saying that. I was living spur of the moment, which should make Michael smile at least a little bit. <laughs> Good for you, pal. He he just kind of <laughs> nodded. Good for um, you, pal. He's nursing his beer. It's fine. It took you long enough. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So I called Nico up, and I said, Nico, Nico, tell me I, tell me I didn't mean it. Tell yes. me I'm not going crazy. <laughs> this was like I have never talked to you at a more panicked moment in your life. Yeah. Because it was immediately after it happened, yep. right? It I was, was like, freaking out. It was right then, and it wasn't like, you know, I've weighed the options. Here's what I've come to. Tell me which way is the right way to approach it. It was I just did something, and I don't understand my own actions. And please right. explain it for me. Right. Yeah. Just tell me what I did was the right thing. Right? Tell me that I'm right and that it didn't mean anything. And you were coming to me, I think, and I'm maybe putting words in your mouth, but you wanted me to sort of hold your hand and be like, yes, Alex. No, I wanted you to validate. I wanted you to validate my opinion. Sure. Hands down. Hold, okay. hold hand is a little strong. Well, I mean, I don't want to send off that gay vibe. No, you wouldn't want to do that. Not that but we're gay that. comfortable. We're very gay comfortable. We are gay comfortable. Yes, very much. Very much so. Um, so you wanted me to re- – I, I was, in this particular instance, the reinforcer. Yes. The friend that the is, at some points in time, a yes man. Someone yep. that is often uh, very agreeable, that is, is more of a follower than a leader sometimes. Would you agree or disagree with that? He's that friend – He's that friend that you talk to and they go, yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you did the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't really ever seem to take a stand, which makes all the more shocking when they do, like you did that night. Mm. Um, but see, I don't think I'm quite that person because I, I think I take I think you're that person to me. Interesting. Right? You're not that person to yeah, me. Would you, call, would you call me a, uh, that person, Michael? <laughs> you know, I don't really know that I have that person. I certainly have that person. I don't think I have a yes man. Really? Because I go to Alex to get belittled. <laughs> and then I go As to As do most people. <laughs> and I go to you for you to tell me logically where it, whatever I'm thinking doesn't make sense. I think Nico blows situations up and I minimize. Would you say that's correct? Whoa. Really? In what way? 
Yeah. If Michael has like a life problem, I tell him he's an idiot and to do something and you make a podcast about it. <laughs> That's what I mean by that. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I'm putting it that way, sure. Yes. But I, I I mean I guess my yes man would be like someone like one of our sports brothers, Brian. But Brian. That's just because I talk at him and he doesn't really understand what I'm saying. Lesser of the sports, <laughs> but that's what Nico is saying. That's agreeable. Exactly. Brian is the perfect example of a yes man. Now, that is a role that needs to be filled. Oh, yeah. That is a role to. that just as as a human being, you got to be able to unload all your shit on somebody and just have it bounce right back you at ju- you. You just got to find one of those girls you could take your day out on. That's right. <laughs> one of those angels. One of those angels. They stopped making them like they that. Don't make where'd, them like they, where'd they go? <laughs> They don't make him like that no more. Hashtag Bill Burr. Uh, hashtag Bill Burr. Uh, but, yeah, I think Brian is a good example of that. It's just I'll talk at you. You'll seem to understand what I'm saying. Even not though, along. Right. I think here's the thing with Brian, and uh, this is not really to say anything about him. Just Well, maybe it's just the, his lack of care over these specific things. I just don't think that he has that much interest in these problems. But I, I think if – and love you, Brian. Thank you for listening. Uh, but – some of us don't. Yeah. Fuck you, Brian. <laughs> if I were to sort of come to Brian with a problem or an issue that I'm having, uh, I think he would sort of on a surface level attempt to understand it, and he would just take in all of just the the uh, the, the surface level uh, facts and information, but then immediately afterward, he wouldn't go much deeper. He wouldn't do a lot more digging, and I don't want him to do a lot more digging because I'm kind of afraid of what he's going to find. You know, if I go to one of you two, I know you're going to dig to the to the pit of the earth and you're going to find all the shit in the middle. A little more satisfying that time. Yeah, much better. Beer better, number two, better, starting. Better pop. It's popping and hopping. Uh, hoppy. No, it's not hoppy. It's, oh, not hoppy. This one's not hoppy. Usually it is. Sam Adams is. This one's not. Got you. Uh... Now, I want to look at the opposite end of that spectrum, mm-hmm. right? You got, what do we call that person? The yes man? Yes. You have your fixer. Mm. And that's the friend you go to to actually fix your problems. <laughs> your Ray um, Donovan. <laughs> oh. So that's the person you call up and you go, listen, I have this problem. I'm at this fork in the road. Do I go left or right? Mm-hmm. They're the opposite of a yes man because they won't just be like, yeah, whatever you think. They'll tell you what they actually think. Um. I think in our group that's – oh, God, I don't even know. <laughs> I have mine. All right, you start then because I'm not thinking. I'm looking at both of them. <laughs> I'm looking at – because I think both of you will – I think Michael more so and Michael in a little more of a uh, harsh tone sometimes. Uh, but you will – You're damn right. <laughs> you, you will you will get right to the point and you'll tell me why I'm wrong and, and, and I appreciate that most of the time. Actually, almost 100% of the time I appreciate it. Uh <laughs> Michael's chuckling. That, chuckling. that actually would have been a good time. Let's all right. Let's okay. Let's 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 take a little detour for a second. Let's call an audible here. Let's talk about Michael and I's drama this week because I think it, it it applies pretty well to this. Michael just opened beer number two for those keeping count. At yes, home. good. It'll it'll loosen yourself. Are you up. aware of said drama? I don't think I am. Uh, did, you, did you tell him? Because I didn't tell him. I did not tell him. I didn't tell assholes. Him I didn't tell anybody. <laughs> Well, now okay, we're finding out. Okay, <laughs> now fine. I'm finding out. Okay, that's yeah. Fine. Let let's let's detour into this. Let's take a let's take a little detour. Um, this week, Michael and I got a little bit of a lover spat, and we. For the record, though, like always, we do work it out when we're good. We, we good. We do because we're honest with each other. Right, we're, right, right. we're forthcoming, and we understand that that's the relationship we have. And the, yeah. 
we love each other for it. We're, just just we're, throwing that out there. Just so you know, we're there, there. There's no harsh feelings at all left from this. We're very gay comfortable. Yes. One time we should actually have a fight on the podcast. We should say, you know what? We're not going to talk it out. Let's get the microphones rolling and do it. It'd be a perfect example of how we operate. But Michael decided to be kind of a prick this weekend, even though he had some valid points. However, uh, I was uh, mad at his prickly nature about uh, uh, the the time and place and attitude that he used to okay. make these points. Details. Give me details. Michael, explain the details. Okay. So at Dan's grad party. Dan is Mike's brother. Yes. I was so there. at my brother's grad party. The number one coast of Number one coast um, I think you will remember that whenever Nico would go off with high schoolers, I would make the play date joke. Yes, I do remember. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it was – I was frustrated because I, I listened to Nico complain about his rut, which podcast listeners will know plenty about. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> right, will know about. And yet – what I constantly see him do is clinging on to everything he's most comfortable with and even, like, going back all the way to high school, whether that's visiting the high school, mm-hmm. you know. Living like, in the past is his point. Living in the past, essentially. Whether yeah. it's ditching he's us right. at the party for, like, high school kids, whatever. That's the, my point was it made me upset. Because, mm-hmm. like, I can, I can see exactly what the problem is, like, right in front of me. Like, it is happening as we speak. Sure. And it is frustrating the hell out of me. Right. And so, yes, so I would, throughout the, the duration of this party, and I think that, I, I didn't think he was 100% right in his observations, and I pointed out to him that there were the details weren't exactly correct, and what he was seeing is not actually what was going on, but there were some times, yes, that I was going back and hanging out with people, uh, particularly not you two, and going out and just, like, uh, uh, living with people, or, wow, uh, What's the what's the word? Living in the past, but uh, 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 you know, with people that I no longer talk to. So that was the thing. So it, and so he the, said the, the reminiscing, point, reminiscing, reminiscing. There's the word for it. So like, welcome. Yes, thank you. Uh, so he was mad because I complain about how my life is not moving forward and how I am in the exact same place, yet I'm taking steps backward rather than taking steps forward, which I think is a fair point to make. Fair and point. he was a hundred percent justified in making those points, just not during the party, a few drinks in, uh, in front of everybody, uh, at a very obnoxious uh, moment in time. And that's what he was doing. So like he would make the comment like, Oh, Nico, oh, just hanging out with all your, all your youngins having your play date, whatever. And I'm like, ha ha ha. You're so funny. Michael that's so funny ha 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 and then walking away and avoiding the conversation but the undertone was shut the fuck up right exactly it was Michael shut the fuck up we'll talk about this later and then he followed me around and he was like hey Nico there you are again fucking living your own life yada 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 I'm like Michael shut the fuck up and finally I'm just like I snapped and I'm like holy shit Michael enough already I'm sick of this let's talk about this another time you don't have to keep following me around and harassing me and it was that whole thing and uh yeah gotcha now we're good now but I think this was an example of Michael's role of a straight talker, of the of your fixer, of the guy that whenever he sees a problem, he gives you the 100% truth. There is no sugarcoating whatsoever uh, taken to an extreme and, yeah, and causing some sort of conflict. Luckily, we're good enough friends where it didn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. We can easily even get when over he walked it. away, I was like, "Hey, buddy, just know I still love you. We're still going to be friends after this." <laughs> like I even said that as he was walking away yeah. from me. 
I literally got up and he left literally the got situation. up and left the situation. I, like, and I yelled that to him. I was like, "Don't worry, I still love you, and I know you love me. We'll get through this." Which like, made me want to punch him in the face yeah. even more. But, oh, of course. But yes. I did say it. Right. You and guess what happened? We still love each other, and we got through it. And <laughs> That's all we're it still friends. That's all it was. I'm so bad at dealing with conflict, and we talked about this too. Like, I can't take fights yet. I don't like we. And that's my other thing. I also try and get him to fight with me because he needs to eventually learn how to deal with conflict. Because you're never just gonna be. Well, see, that's interesting that you say it because I feel like I thrive in conflict. Really? I don't know that I thrive, but I always create it. I am the best (laughs) when I'm in when I'm in open conflict. In what way? When both parties are being honest and it's a fair trade of ideas. And it's no, like, backstabbing or subterfuge or um, talking but not saying what you mean, right? If you get someone really pissed off at you, they will tell you exactly what you think, and you tell them exactly what you think. And that's, to me, the best exchange of ideas. That's not really conflict, though. That, that's more debate than conflict. Well, then maybe the debate comes with the conflict. I find it hard to get to debate without conflict. Because Here's, here's my difference, at least. I'm De- also good at being openly aggressive as opposed to passively aggressive. Sure. Uh, Same. I disagree with that. I no, can do both. You have, a, you have a capacity to be passive aggressive. Yeah, you do. Uh, oh, I can. Yeah. But that's because I, if, if I'm not passive aggressive, the aggressive will be really bad. Yes. I am the most passive aggressive person. Yes, you world. are. I get that all Going the time. around the table, it goes Nico, I'm passive aggressive Michael, because and myself. I have to. I can't be passive aggressive. Yeah, I'm passive aggressive exactly because, I, I because I have to. I think debate is when you're arguing the points and the ideas take center stage. Conflict or a fight is when it starts getting personal. I'm good at both of those. See, I don't like – I'm perfectly fine arguing with Brian for three hours about fucking Draymond Green. And I'll yell at him back and forth and it'll be fine. But once it starts being like, Brian, you're stupid, or Nico, you're stupid, and I don't trust your opinion, and you're not even allowed to have it, then it turns into a conflict, right? Yeah. And that's when I shut down. So yeah. before, Michael's telling me, yeah, you know what, Nico, you're not moving on. You're living in the past. That's fine. I'm taking it all in, and I'm, I'm right. listening to your ideas, whatever, and I'll dispute them. But then when he starts like getting really personal, and there were a few personal attacks and was very aggressive, then I'm like, I, I just can't take this anymore, and I'm attacking oh, yeah. you back, and then I have to leave the situation. Well, and you learn, I think we all here know at this table, no strategies for when you get in a conflict with each other. Mm-hmm. I know I certainly do have strategies for when I'm arguing with you. You, I make it personal. You, I bait you into saying something stupid. <laughs> Sorry, that was Nico. <laughs> I make it personal. Michael, I bait into saying something stupid. <laughs> yes. No, he's not wrong. I've yeah. done it before. Catch and he knows a, I do it. Catch yeah. him in a trap question? Not even a trap question, but no, just, just yeah. it escalates. We don't fight often. But when we, we do, when, it's when pretty we, bad. Yeah, when when uh, yeah, Alex you fight and, you fight quite often. I'd say no. I, about the average of what best friends fight at. I don't think so. I don't think it's below. I think the average. last big bite we had was last year. Really? Yeah. When was that? I'm thinking at work. At work, at work, at work. The was day that over a comment. You had a party of 26 and Karen on deck, and I was in the other pool. That was that was longer. That was two years. Was that two ago? years ago? That I think that was our last ago. big fight mm-hmm. two years ago. Oh, wow. I, it was either that or there was a comment that was made that I'm, I'm not going to share here. We can talk I about think that was, that was the comment after the fight. Oh, that was two years ago then. That was two years ago. So we haven't fought in two years. We don't fight like, often. Like, when the fight is, like, happen, like, when Alex and I – okay, you'll see, like, very, very minor conflict between Alex and I. Just, you'll see just a difference bickering, in, condescension, <clears throat> difference Well, that's ideas. normal. That's, that's no, 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 no. But, like, when we fight, it, it's, like – bad it gets ugly quick. that's weird yes. you know what because yeah. both of you are fairly um quarrelsome people 
I think you both like you certainly get in fights with a lot of people well, and you certainly get in fights with a lot of people but for some reason you like put them together and, and there's less tension no but I think that's because we understand each other so well yeah and we no, know our we... friendship is a lot easier if we're not fighting sure because a fight is always bloody yeah when we do get to that fight I think one fight every like three years is enough to deter us the rest of the time interesting like I don't want to go back to that fight right. so I'll make it work yeah. on condescension and yeah. witty remarks mm-hmm. so Okay, here's a question now. If we're talking about friendship uh, as a whole, when you fight with a friend, um, is it truly a friendship if you're unable to get over the fight? Are you truly friends with the person? And Before or after? after. Before the fight? No, at, sure. Well, yeah. Were you ever friends? To, if there's a fight that, that divides you two and you're unable to get over it, was it truly a friendship to begin with? Okay, Point of clarification, then. Okay. So, I think that, yes, first off, I think that, yes, you could be friends, have a fight, and a falling out. Mm -hmm. But I also think that the range of conflict can be so extreme, Mm -hmm. right? A conflict could be, um, Michael keyed my car because he was frustrated with me, or it could be Michael cheated on my girlfriend of three years. Right. Those are different fights. That's very different. That's very different. Right. And I think that cheating on your girlfriend or whatever... Something of that nature yeah. could end a friendship. Oh, sure. I think if someone even keys your car, I think mm, I think that could be enough to end a friendship. But keys your car? That, that I've done it's kind worse. of a personal attack. I've done worse. All right. Yeah. Then you don't think so? No, I don't think so. But no, you're right. If Michael keyed my car, I'd be pissed, but I wouldn't be. I wouldn't end the friendship. You probably wouldn't talk for a while. Probably wouldn't talk for a while. We wouldn't end the friendship. Yeah, probably not. Um, there's definitely a line somewhere of these offenses, and I think they all fall into like the cheating categories. Sure. Um, Especially when you've been as friends for as long as we have. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, yeah, we're it going would take on, something pretty serious. Yeah, I mean, eighteen don't, years. We're eighteen years for us. Oh, yeah. God. I mean, we met in preschool. Yeah. And God. we've been best friends ever since. Damn it. Yeah. Eighteen years. Well, just think about that. Me, Most marriages don't so last me, like a quarter as long. Me and Too Alex, soon. eighteen years. Me and Brian. 18 years, and Kelsey, 18 years. Wow. Kelsey and I are 21. Yeah. That's craziness. Isn't yeah. it? That's insane. Well, 21. I mean, if you were aware. And when I say 18, huh? I could Were you aware, like, touching that. each other as newborn babies? Oh, we're best friends. There's pictures of it, of Good us point. together as less Fair than enough. ones. Fair enough. So, you know what? I'll take it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so. Interesting. But I think that's an interesting point, too. It's like, if you know the person that well, it's very hard. To quit. It, it, yeah. Well, it's hard to quit, and it's also, like, you know it's coming. No fight is really a surprise. You know what I mean? And no, easy. I think it could be. You think so? Because the last yeah. one we had was a kind of a surprise. It was a special set of circumstances yeah. that caused an explosion. Yes. Was it a surprise? Put it this way. I, mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't plan on saying what I had said that really, like, just threw the gasoline on the fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I didn't. I, that was not planned. That was just pure... Heat of heat of passion, just heat of the battle. Yeah, that was don't that, say passion. That was that was that was a crime of passion. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting that, that wasn't with that passion. wasn't premeditated. That was a crime of passion. So you know, I got off easy instead of a life sentence. But then again, maybe we might have been due. True, I think is what Nico's saying. Right? Is was it like an earthquake where we were due for a big fight? And True, just but the, but happened this happened to be over something trivial. Well, because the, the point is, if if the other person's actions don't surprise you. It's like that. Like if you know how the other person acts, it's very hard. Yeah, but what what happened there was not something that I. That's a good point. Have that's done, a, and I don't think I've done it since. That's true. 
Have I ever have I done anything like that since? Like to you? Not anything like that. And are you I don't think about I, the comments or what the started. Comment. It? No, no, the comment. Oh, the comment. No, no, no. Right. That's what not. I mean. Because that's what really like we had the fight. Fine, but it was the comment that really set it over the edge. Which is that I just waited it out and knew you'd eventually fold. So well, I mean, so, I was I had to apologize. So were was, your yeah, actions were your were you your actions uncharacteristic of yourself? Is that what you're saying? Put it this way. I, I don't think there's not many circumstances where I would. No, he was. We were both really fired up that day. Interesting. And what I said was like really bad. way out of line. It was yeah, really bad. way out of line. Interesting. Like so, like Alex cried. Alex, I was not happy. Alex cried. No, I was yeah. not happy. The only time I, I called Alex like <laughs> an hour after it happened and he was crying. At yeah, that I was point. not happy. Yeah. He was, wow. Yeah. yeah it, it was. It was Alex a real, is not a crier no, either. He's not, no, no. Fuck. There's you. only one other time I've seen you cry. You want me to share? It's a great little story. No, I don't want you to share. <laughs> it's, it's a great little story. It's a great little story. We were walking home from middle school. I don't even know if you remember this. <laughs> walking home from middle school? Walking home from That's middle... what you're dredging up? Yes. Walking home from Jesus middle school. Christ. And we got our report cards one day. And I had straight A's and you had a B plus on one of your report cards. Really? And I started making fun of you because my grades were better than yours. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great story. And you fucking charged at me. Michael and Matt had to like hold you back because you wanted to like punch me. You were so fucking mad. And you were like crying because my, my, my comments are I don't remember so that, but. That's super I don't funny. remember that either. That's so funny. I remember it so clearly though, because I remember you charging me like, "Holy shit, I got him mad!" But I'm so bring how, up grades again. How far ago was that? that how was, long have I wanted to punch you? That was. <laughs> <laughs> We're going continuous on what? This, Ten years. This must have been sixth grade. So that puts us at what? Eleven. 12? Uh, yeah, we were 11. So going on 10 years, I wanted to punch you in Good. the head. Good. Good for us. You know, you really you had some self-control, and I've been punched several times since then, so way to go, buddy. I've been slapped. Yes, yes. it happens. Oh, no doubt about it. So anyway, though, but, so my no point doubt is... doubt about it. It's not a <laughs> <laughs> My point is, like, if... See, Alex has a bit of a... Um, you have a... You have a, a, a difficult personality at times, and that's why people get mad at you, and that's why you get fights in, in uh, you get fights with people that you don't really know that well, or people get mad at you because they're not used to like your sort of personality in the way that people get mad because I'm a loudmouth. Wait, elaborate, because I'm confused. You can be a bit bitter sometimes. And I don't mean that like in the bitter like you holding a grudge way, in the bitter like a uh, uh, a type of beer that's hopping or whatever. Fuck you. You're <laughs> not hopping. No, no, no. Hoppy. No, no, no. You're, Jesus you're... Christ. No, no, no. Until someone gets to know you, you're cold and sarcastic. Right. And people don't understand the sarcasm and how cold you can be. I'm okay with that. But because I know right. you. So, in other words, it's easy. Which is why people don't like you when right. they don't know you. Right. No. And when we've had this talk yes. before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael and I. So it's easy for like a coworker to get mad at you and to get in a fight with you because it's, you're hard to work with in that way. But because I expect this from you and because I've known you for so long, it's very hard for us to get in a fight. So there, that, so that's what I mean. So that's why fights amongst long-term friends, in my experience, have been so rare. Because there's very few... Yeah. So, so that's what I mean by uh, if, if you're closer friends, you've been friends for longer, you're less likely to get in a fight. I recently just got in a big fight with, like, one of my close friends. Right. Yeah, you did. So did. the only times that I really get in fights with friends is if their actions are uncharacteristic and their actions surprise me. And it's like... Because well, it's kind of like you subscribe to the friend. Right. Right? If I subscribe to Nico, I expect loud comments and my ears to hurt after, like, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. 
anything uncharacteristic about, wait a minute, that's not what I signed up for. Mm-hmm. I think the last time Nico ever got pissed at me was when I kicked you in the mouth. That <laughs> was a long time ago, too. That was that's a very great, long time ago. That's another ago. great little story. <laughs> um, we were sledding in my backyard because there was snow, and I had these big, clunky, steel-toed boots on. And we figured it would be a good idea for Nico to grab onto my feet. I would go first, drag him along beside me. And as I was shuffling to get in position, I kicked him in the mouth and knocked his braces loose. I made it all the way down. The cement came loose. That was how hard the kick was. But he hit it at just the right point. But yeah. I'm assuming it was unintentional. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was unintentional. But, like, fucking, it hurt. I slide down to the bottom of the hill. Look up. Where's Nico? Climb to the top of the hill. He's, like, halfway back to his house. He was <laughs> booking it. I was out of there. But anyway, that was the last time you and I really fought. Braces all fucked up. But, like, so, using the example of the fight that Michael and I got in, his actions surprised me the other night. That was a side of Michael that I hadn't seen in a long time, or maybe even ever. And I'm like, wow, yo, like, slow your roll a bit. Like, I'm used to, like, you... For, for me to get uncharacteristic like that, you really have to do something that pisses me off. Yeah. And you really pissed me off the other day. Clearly. Clearly you did. But so, like, I didn't think that I was doing anything... Un- and that's, like, I understand when people get mad at me, too, because I do something uncharacteristic. But I didn't think I was doing anything... That but that was why I was upset with you. Sure. Because you didn't realize that guess, you were yes. doing exactly A little bit what of hypocrisy, the... whatever. Sure. You know, hypocrisy never killed anybody. Uh, <laughs> but so because you surprised me because it was like, whoa, this is this is way too aggressive. That's why we got in a fight that one time. And we yeah. even said to each other, like, if this conversation happened at any other time, mm-hmm. that he wouldn't be upset with me. Yes. Because I never get offended at those types of things. I just right. don't. Well, what, if, if it happened at any other time, it would have been a conversation. Sure. But not this not was, an argument. Right. This was an actual argument. Um, so, point being, we are all fixers. We all are, I, I would consider ourselves straight shooters, depending on who you are. What? Oh, there's number three. Number three. It's hopping. So, uh, it's not <laughs> hoppy. <laughs> Jesus. It's ho- the word <laughs> is hoppy, not hopping. <laughs> just do it to piss you off. Okay. I hate you. So, we've come to the conclusion that within, like, this friendship between all three of us we are all fixers for the other in our own way mm-hmm. however i would like to say that for one of my group of friends i am the one that will lie to them mm. i agree i am too yeah um and i, wanna... I mean i i and there's another group of friends where i call myself this is the last time i saw them because we were talking because they were mad that, like, I hadn't seen them in a while. And I said, you know, I'm just, like, a complimentary friend. <laughs> That's an interesting term. I called myself a complimentary friend. Like, I'm friends with you guys and you guys – I'm always here for you, like, whatever. But, like, I'm not part of the core group. Mm. So I compliment your group. And, I mean, it's not like I miss a beat, like, when we're together. Mm-hmm. I just compliment the group. I like it. I, I, I really like that term. I really like that term. I'm a complimentary term. friend. Complimentary friend. Sure. Complimentary friend. I mean, yeah, it kind of implies, like, you know, free hotel soap. But if it's, you know, compliment, you know, compliments of compliments. I, I of like group. that, though. Like, um, so in our group, Tom, complimentary friend. I just He's not really Snapchat in the chat from Tom. I did. I screenshotted it. It was well, just well. Brian and Damien. It was pretty ugly. Okay. Um, like <laughs> Damien's not, face was ugly. That's he's why not, I like, if I'm listing the core group. I will list Tom, but he's not always there. So sometimes he is. I think he's, he's falling in that comp. Yeah, uh, Tom is. Th- but yeah. we also have times where we leave Tom out. No, Tom. Tom's a complimentary friend. Sure. I mean, he's. I love when he's around, I and I Tom. wish he was around a Tom's lot more. Awesome. But like, 
circumstance. I think Tom understands that we're probably not like his closest group of friends. Interesting. Because I think Tom's closest friend, he has other another group of friends that is closer than we are with him. How do you act if one of those complimentary friends comes to you for advice and comes to you with a problem? How do you respond? I, I don't think a complimentary I think a complimentary friend understands that they're a complimentary friend and they wouldn't be going to you for help. They since, would go to their main group. Yeah. But what if they do, though? I think then you just don't say anything to piss them off. I don't think you give them the straight truth. I think you, you turn into a yes man. Mm. Well, it also depends because I'm closer with Tom than you two are. Mm-hmm. So if Tom really came to me probably. with a problem, I would talk to him a little differently than you two probably would. Mm-hmm. You so, know what I mean? So you would lie to him intentionally? Mm-hmm. Not lie. I would agree. You would agree. I would listen and reflect. I wouldn't do anything right. I wouldn't do anything wrong. But what if what they're saying is totally off base and you have some sort of mind-blowing realization? You there know? may be some gentle caressing in the correct direction. Interesting. I Say think in, like, that, in that situation, you – put it this way. If you were to, like, tell them, like, you're wrong, even if you don't use it in those words, like, they're going to understand that you're saying they're you're wrong and they're like, why the fuck yeah. did they even come to this person? Mm-hmm. So then they're just going to – They'll just go to someone say. else. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I do that, too. When I get <clears throat> when I don't get the answer I want from one friend, I bounce the other. Interesting. Right, but here's, here's the thing. Most complimentary friends aren't going to those people for advice anyways. Yeah. Right. I don't go to my – group of friends that like typically that i okay. call complimentary friends but let's call your core group let's focus on that for a minute say nico came to you with a problem yeah right? at what point would you lie to him to protect him or it's <laughs> a good picture by the way. like protect his not protect his feelings because i don't think he has those the situation would have um, to be the situation would have to be pretty intense for me to lie to nico Okay, because uh, well, there, that was how we. I mean, we I'm not saying that. Put it this way: I'm, I'm not saying I would, I would never lie to him because, or you for that matter, because right. I would if the situation, if that was the only safe route to go. Mm-hmm. I think that there are some situations, and I can't necessarily give you one off the top of my head, but I think there are some situations where the only safe route to go, whether it's for their sake, whether it's for your friendship's sake, is just to lie to them, and mm-hmm. then maybe attack the problem at a different moment. See, I, I think I'm more likely to do that than not. Um, and I'm trying to set up a little thing. It's Say, cool. Mike, you and Nico were having a spat, right? Shocking. I know. We get in the headspace. <laughs> okay, I've heard of. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I'm there. Yeah. Um, I, and it's you common. came to me saying. Oh, fucking piece of fucking shit. <laughs> fuck you think he is well and you i did came not to say me that saying... to myself the other day by the way didn't i <laughs> would never say such a thing <laughs> fucking you... the gall on that guy jesus christ can i tell my story <laughs> i apologized yeah and you came to me saying listen i think this is a problem i think this is what he's thinking i think he's trying to attack me i i would sit, probably say to you no no i don't think he's doing that and i would spend some other alternative where he could be coming from but then i would just as likely turn around and say nico dude what the fuck Mm. Right, I think I would try true. to fix yeah, the true. problem yeah. to set the reality no, that, that I had already yeah, lied. That's about. not that's not too far off base. I think, that but that's, that's lying. A... Like I lied to you, true at that point. But I think there's and there's a whole bunch of friends that I do. But this you way. did it for my sake, though. You didn't really I did do it for it, both of your sakes. Why? How'd you do it for his sake? To tell me that I need to chill. To tell him that he needs to chill happening. and reevaluate what's and actually re-evalu- going on. Interesting. So and there's a whole bunch of friends that I do that for. They'll come to me with a problem, and I'll tell them it's not a problem, and then I'll go fix it behind their back so that it's not a problem. So do you <laughs> – You know, that's really – you know. That's wow. Really, yeah. I do that – and I characteristically do that a lot. Is that manipulative? Incredibly. Is it – so – but now on the grand <laughs> – okay. On the grand spectrum of morality, let's talk about morality Jesus now. Jesus Christ. Is, is that acceptable? 
I mean, obviously, I think it is. I do it all the time. You make you the you'd make the determination that it's okay. What do you think, Michael? You know, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's. I think it's fine. Yeah, I honestly think that's fine, just because you're not doing any damage. Well, you're, you're really no, no. Uh, you're, I don't think you're doing any damage there. If, I think you have the I potential mean, to do damage. Well, you have the potential to do damage, but realistically, what you're doing is you're trying to protect both people, and you're acting in both of their best interests. So you're thinking that your intent to do the right thing is enough to keep you morally justified, even if you don't end up doing the right thing, right? Say my plan falls through, you realize whatever his real intention was, you get pissed at him, you get pissed at me for lying. You say, What you're saying, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, is that I'm protected under morality because I had good intentions. Right. But even though it had a bad result. This all sounds very authoritarian to me. This sounds very... Kantian, I was going to say, but yeah. This sounds... It, it's very sort of communist, uh, you know, we have the best intentions for all our citizens. We're going to keep them nice and protected. No, but I think, I think personally... If I found out and it didn't work out, yeah, if I if I knew that what he did happened, I'd be pissed at him. That's what I mean. But I would give him the pass because I knew that what he was trying to do was supposed to help the situation. Rather, He wasn't trying to escalate it is the problem. But right. it's the fucking NSA, right? It's like the whole idea of the NSA. We're collecting all of the information. We're going to be all-knowing and understand everything that's going on. But we're going to cherry pick exactly what we release to the public, what the yeah. public knows, because we want them to trust us that we have their best intentions yeah, in mind. I am the NSA. Yes. I don't doubt that the NSA has our best intentions in mind, but the NSA has the capability of being wrong. The NSA has human error. The NSA can abuse their privileges. And what Alex is doing in this situation, if he operates, even though he has the best intentions, he just wants to stop terrorists and keep us safe, right? He might be overstepping his bounds, and he might make he might make things worse and worse and worse. And then it's all on me. Why did I give Alex this power in the first place? You know, why wasn't Alex forthcoming with us? Because in our society, we understand that no matter how good or bad a situation is, as long as we're all honest and above the table, anything can be handled. Okay, you're being the NSA. I'm being Edward Snowden right now because what I'm telling you, Alex Lawson, is that best intention the the what, what's the phrase? The, uh, the, the idiom? The, the, the road to hell is paved in bad intentions. Good intentions. Good intentions. That's what it is. And you're not even drinking. <laughs> what you're kind of doing is, uh, is, is steering us in the wrong direction. Maybe every once in a while it's the right direction, but steering us in the wrong direction under the guise that you're protecting us. I don't understand how that's right. <laughs> Good? Yep. Awesome. Sorry, we had to pause there for a second. Um, back to that point. Yes. See, the thing about that is is that I'm only giving Alex that power to begin with because I trust him enough. True. If he didn't tell me anything, I would know nothing. Right. I'd so he, so he wouldn't have the ability to do something unless I told him, which is the whole point. But so, here's the thing. Okay, here's the thought. When you come to me with a problem, are you expecting me to fix it? Because I feel like, and you know what, I'll bring up, maybe this is a question next week when we get the ladies on, Mm -hmm. is I feel like if I'm telling someone a problem, I have the intent of them helping me to fix it or them fixing it. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's not always the case. Some people just want to tell someone a problem and have them listen, but do nothing about it. I don't come to you unless I need advice or something done exteriorly. 
See, okay, so that's part of our unspoken agreement. Is that you come to me and you want me to do something about it. Whether it's give input I mean, or... I can think of a situation where... A few months ago, where... I mean, we'll talk about it after the fact, too. I don't want to share that on the podcast. But I came to you with an issue, and you went out and did some dirty work. You did. You did. You went out and did some dirty work. Off-air conversation. Off-air conversation. <laughs> but you went out and did some dirty work. Right. That's why I came... I needed one advice, and two, you you did you did do dirty work, which yes. which is the whole point, which is why I came to you. Right. Obviously because you're my best friend, but I, that just comes with the expectation. But now you're, right. you're reading into intentions, though. What you're doing is you're looking at all of these very complex codes. It's like you're a CIA operative, and it's like you can't directly order the person to kill this guy. That would be against the law. But you could leave, like, a note in a mailbox somewhere overseas, and it's like, you know what I mean? There's a lot of, like, code names. and like, Maybe it'd be better if this person wasn't here. Right. So what you're th- that's what you're doing, and that's not really above board. I subscribe to the philosophy of always being above board and always telling people exactly what they're feeling at all, or exactly what I'm feeling at all times, how to uh, solve the problem, Moment of realization in Alex's face. Yes. Yes, that's what you did. Um, you know, I, I'm always above the board, and that has its consequences as well. You know, I will always tell you what I'm feeling, and I, I have a very hard time lying to you, also because I'm a bad liar, just in general. But Yeah, you are. You know what I mean? So I'm always going to be honest. I feel like I'm not a terrible liar. You're better than me. I, mean, I feel I like I'm not a terrible me. liar. Does that put me as the best? Yes. Yeah. You're the Wonderful. best liar. You are the best liar, absolutely. Wonderful. Yeah. So I think see see I don't know I don't know which way is the best and worst way to go about it. I do think though that if I'm lying to friends, it's always self serving. And maybe that's bad, but I, I think that's bad. Well, I never lie to anybody to protect them. There's no need to do that. Because I, I think protecting them is being honest with what them. What do you mean by self serving though? I'll give you an example. And I've done this with oh go ahead. Crack it open. <laughs> Why did that happen? Uh, I didn't even like go like that. Michael just opened his beer and spilled some on himself. Oh, uh, beer it, explosion! It didn't like spill though; it like shot out. It you was... are now the sloppiest bitch. Yes, you are, sloppy bitch. That was weird. I've never had that happen. With party, a beer foul. party foul! Party foul! Sloppy bitch! <laughs> I've never actually had that happen because <laughs> it didn't like I didn't spill it, but like when I wasn't shaken, it, yeah, yeah, it just kind of shot out when I broke the seal. It did. It, just what she said. Just jizzed all over <laughs> you. There you go. Uh, so, was excited to be inside of me. I it definitely don't <laughs> know about that. I'm excited for it. Uh, <laughs> so, like, for example, this is a hypothetical. This does not have to do with someone in this room. But, and actually that's not a joke this time. It seriously doesn't. Yeah. If someone is in a relationship with somebody. And they say, oh, what do you think of this Why are person? you attacking me since I'm the only one in a relationship with someone? <laughs> no, again, this does not have to do with Michael and his girlfriend. That's fine. Keep going. If someone were to bring, like, oh, I'm bringing my girlfriend If around. someone were skimming through this podcast, it would be important for them to know it wasn't about <laughs> it's them. It's not about them. And they ask me, oh, what do you think of this person? Oh, they're great. Even if they're just, like, a total bitch and, like, I want them to just die and I and I can't stand them whatsoever. But I got to hold it uh, in and I have to keep my mouth shut just in case down the line, you know, there's some serious stuff. Most likely they're going to break up and it'll be over with and it's fine. But, like, that's an example of me being self-serving. So you're trying to keep your place in their good graces of someone they tell stuff to. Right. Right. I would expect – as friends, I Thank would expect I would expect you to tell me if you if there was a problem. Really, you didn't like something. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would expect that. Interesting. 
that's really interesting because I wouldn't. I would. I wouldn't. Again, Amanda, I fully approve. But if if I didn't like Amanda, I would I would not tell you. I know that's not how comforting do, to hear, but I would not. How tell do you, you. How do I know you're lying? How do I know you're not lying right now? I would. That's a good point. You don't know I'm not lying now. I, I know do. he's not lying. Trust me, he's not lying. If I if I, I just I, personally just if you are my two closest friends I'm, now for regular there's like regular friends like people you're friends with, mm-hmm. not like acquaintances, mm-hmm. not your best friend, but like friends. I feel like that's fine. Mm-hmm. I feel like if it's your best friend, you should be on good enough terms with each other. Where, as long as you phrase it in the right way, where right. you're not saying, you know, she's an what absolute cunt. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, you know, it's like you can you can express some concerns at, at the at the minimum. You know what? I think I want you to lie to me for six months and then tell me the truth. <laughs> That's fair. Cause that's I said, what, that's why fair. would no. you want that? Because that's, that's when it gets serious. I don't want you to crush my happiness because who are you to crush my happiness? So I'm happy for that long. But that's I fair. also want you to prevent me from making a stupid mistake. So you want to wait for feelings to start to like grow and then you want the heart broken? I want to cut that thing off at the source. But if I'm in this scenario, I'm happy. They're going to get more mad six months in than they are two weeks. Me? Okay. Say I'm dating Michael. Yeah. Okay. Woo! Lucky you, right? <laughs> um, I think that, yeah. And I say, what do you think of Mike? I say, in the first six months, you tell me, oh, yeah, he's great. Whatever. And then at six months, you go, listen, man, if this is really getting serious, this is what I actually think. Mm-hmm. Like, just so you don't do anything stupid. Because mm-hmm. I think if you do it any earlier, it's who are you to crush my happiness? Right? If I'm happy, who are you to come in and ruin that? And I just and put it this way. There's no guarantees when it comes to relationships. Right. But I know that French friendships will last yeah. a lifetime, typically. I mean, if, if like with you two, I'm not concerned about not being friends with you people. No matter where life takes us, say Alex ends up somewhere in else, like not in New England, like in the U.S. as a doctor somewhere, or and you end up in Hollywood somewhere. I know that it's not going to happen. <laughs> but it's just like if that if that were the case, like we were on all different parts of the country. I know that we would still be friends no matter how that friendship manifests, whether it's just talking on the phone a couple times a week, every couple months. We would get together once every couple years, and we would be right back where we yeah, were. For a fantasy football draft. But you know what I mean. You're a great man for saying that, and I, I don't doubt that you believe it in your heart. I do. But, and this happens so often with guys, women fucking cloud things, guys. Women destroy. They are viruses. Sorry, can you cite your source? I no, I'll tell you off air, but I have had a very close friend in the past, again, not in this room, but a very close friend who had a girlfriend that I fucking despised, but like you couldn't believe, hated, 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 and I kept my mouth shut and I didn't say a word because I knew had I said something, he would have been very upset with me and it would have really hurt the friendship and I just felt right, like but it you was- understood that about him. I don't think that if you were to, like... If we reach that six-month point, right, mm-hmm. and you were to s- express concerns about Amanda, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like, wow, Nico's a fucking dick. I'm going to be like, okay. I hope so. I, I hope. I don't. Th- I really don't think that... For the record, how many months you at? <laughs> well, officially or unofficially? Officially. <laughs> officially? Uh, let's see. It'll be f- six come July 17th. All right, so I got a couple more. You got days. a couple weeks to, to yeah, to plan it out. Cheers right. to that. You got some time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, but but I think you need to understand the person you're talking to too because I don't think if you were to come to me with concerns, if I seriously asked you, what are your thoughts? I would hope that you, I'm asking because I want to know the He's truth. He's expecting 
the truth. Sure. I think a lot of that is a social norm of, I want you to, I'm asking, but I don't really want you to tell me. But we all know that guy who's like really, really cool. And then all of a sudden gets in a relationship and then they never talk to you again. Or they, or they ignore you. Don't mouth things to me. And, and it just, it totally, just stop it. I heard it. I heard it the first time. And just shut up. <laughs> right? And they totally become uncool and that relationship just kills them. That happens all the time. People that are 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 your bros ahead of time. You know, oh my god! Stop bumping <laughs> the microphone. Uh, so like it it happens, and I feel like emotions and feelings, especially with relationships, can totally cloud and muddle things. And for that, just that whole idea of self preservation, I never tell the truth. I just keep that a policy I because think, I've been burned before. No, but like I said, I think you need to understand the person that you're talking to. Like with me. I expect you to tell me what you actually think, and I'm not going to get upset with you over it. You're, it. you're one of the good ones. I mean, I'm put this, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you just need to understand the person you're talking to. There's always the, but there's always I the underst- possibility. Yes. There's always a possibility that they can just, you just snap. You're like the Manchurian candidate. And then just a woman just. Don't get me wrong. I think there's something out of you that, like. No, but there, like I said before, there is a line. Yeah. I don't want you telling me, oh, she's a cunt. Sure. Like, no, but like. I hope yeah. she's not skimming through this right now. I'm just out I'm of context. I don't want you telling I, me my sure. girlfriend's a cunt, Nico. Right. You know what I mean, though. You know what I mean, though. But, yeah. like, if you were to phrase it in a way, like, you know, like, personality-wise, I don't, I, I you know, don't see the fit or whatever. Oh. Alex that is, is three beers done. My having the six-pack All right. completed. Congratulations. Mike is still working. Yes. But I think that, like, if we, if you phrase it in the right way, I don't, and you're talking to a person that you know you can talk to like that, which I think that you and I are that kind of person. And I, I have a feeling that you wouldn't, you would tell me the truth. I don't care about what you have to say. Right. <laughs> so, I think that if you know who you're talking to and you know you're comfortable enough and that and you're close enough with that person where you can say what you think you need to say, then say it. So we've identified three types of friends so far. So yep. We started getting to the end here. We gotta wrap this up at some point. Uh, we have the yes man. Yep. We have the straight shooter or the fixer. We have the complimentary friends. What other categories do we want to identify? I think there's categories that go that you can identify outside of just like like problems. Okay. What else we got? Like the friend you always rag on. Yeah, you have that friend. The punching bag. The punching bag. The punching bag. Mm-hmm. You have the showstopper. Yeah. Who just kind of yep. takes over the group. Yes. You have the yes. glue guy. I, I, I would never know who that is. No, it's not you. No, 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 it's not you, Nico. Thank you. Thanks for lying for my own good. I appreciate it. (laughs) Remember, if your group doesn't have a punching bag, it's you. Yes. (laughs) Oh, that that applies for everybody. Right. Yes. If if yeah, if you're the obnoxious guy that everybody rolls their eyes at, or you don't see that guy, it's definitely you. Know that. Right. So, and you have the glue guy that holds the group together. Mm -hmm. He. What about that guy who's always there, but doesn't doesn't contribute, but isn't negative. But he's just the always there. The shadow? The yeah. shadow? Does that work? He's just always kind of there, I, but he's not, like, taking anything away. I like the piece of furniture. The piece of furniture? The furniture. Yeah, I but like he that. supports. The, the sofa. Support, but he's but, not complimentary because he's critical to he, the he group. Does, right. He does support. He is, a, he is a supportive thing, you know, and he makes sure everything – it's got a structure. Like, it serves a purpose. You're just not exactly sure what that purpose is. Right. You know what I mean? It's like when you're sitting in the sofa, you take it for granted sometimes, right? You take for granted the perfect position, how comfortable but it is. But there's a reason you always sit in the sofa. Right. And if you remove that sofa from the room, God damn it, you're going to recognize it. Yeah. You're going to realize <laughs> yeah. that that sofa's gone. Yeah. You know? And then you got the friend that everyone hates. 
Yes. Yes. And it's <laughs> the, the obligatory, and if the obligatory group, friend. If your group doesn't have that one, it's you. <laughs> they are shit-talking you behind your back like you wouldn't believe. They hate you. I'm sorry. Yes. They hate you so much. They definitely have that. What else we have? Is there a womanizer in every group? Well, I mean, obviously there has to be one guy who has the most women. Right. That's just definition of being the most. I guess you want to call them the womanizer, but I don't think that that's necessarily a title. I definitely, you definitely have the guy who's rude and inappropriate all the time. Rude and inappropriate. Makes everything a sex joke. I think in most of my groups there's a clear divide and there's a clear gap between the amount of women that one dude gets and the amount of women that the rest of the group gets. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I, I off-air conversation. But I, I think, like, you know, not not within, like, a group of three, but within a group of, like, eight or nine or something. Yeah, you okay, know? yeah. Well, I can, one statistically is going to have more than the others. But it just does. it seems like you could only have one. Because I feel like if you have five or six of those guys, they eat each other alive. Yeah, they come into conflict. There needs yeah, to yeah. be a hierarchy there. You know what I, I mean? I agree. You know? So, like, well, I, don't every... even th- I don't even think it has anything to do with the actual women's standpoint. I just think it has to do with an ego standpoint. Oh, sure. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it actually has to every do with Every group the... has a hierarchy. We've been talking in our group about who's the chairman of the of the group. Yeah, we haven't talked about that. And we don't have a clear answer, I don't think. Uh, I'm the closest. Um, I think I'm the closest. I think we, like the closest chairman. on voting. Yeah. I think I'm the closest thing to the chairman. I'm, chairman I'm the glue the guy. Group. I right. think. I, would you agree that you I'm are, the glue guy? You are the glue guy. See, I wasn't thinking you when I said that. Mm. The what? I was thinking. Oh, well, I was thinking Damien for the shadow. Yeah, I'd put you as the glue guy. Damien's the sofa. I think Damien's the sofa. He's the glue guy. I'm the attention-seeking horror. Brian's, Brian's only exploit. Yeah. Brian's the punching bag. Uh, you are. Uh oh. What was the other category? The guy everybody hates. I think that's, <laughs> that's definitely not me. It's definitely you know who that I is. I know exactly who it is. Well, there's got to be one more category for him. I'm one of a kind. I'm perfect. In I mean, every way. I think. I think you could just even make. It, there's a core. Mm-hmm. I think there's just a core to every group, mm-hmm. and you can have multiple cores that make up a friend group. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna say clicks. Because there's cl- subsets, but there's well, sub- kind of clicks. Sort of I'm not going to say clicks, though, because clicks would mean that there's, like, or major differences. Because, I mean, in reality, there's not, like, m- I wouldn't say there's major differences between, like, us three hanging out and, like, Brian, Damien, Tom hanging out right now. Right. Like, you know, That's a good point. You know That's what I mean? Point. Like, there's n- there's not really major differences. It it's just, just so happens that we sort of right. float in together and it's just... Right. So I think that... Street. Right. Divides up that way. Yeah. So I think in that, in that sense, he's... Alex would be like a core, just a core. Mm-hmm. He's just part of the core. I'm just there. Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't say you're just there. Yeah. Because you definitely are more than just there. But I think <laughs> I'm the one who punches the punching bag. <laughs> I'm the puncher. Well, yeah, you're the no, you're the sarcastic like asshole. Yeah. That's what you are. <laughs> yeah. Sarcastic asshole. That's I'm blushing. Definitely, <laughs> that's definitely you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wow. Really interesting. Wow, that was an interesting conversation. Any, any other points that we want to wrap up on before we get out of here? We did not think this was going to be a good podcast. And interesting. I think, I think it yeah, came this out was okay. like so. This this is how this worked. We all came down here. Alex and I patiently waited to open our beer. Yeah. We we waited and we like did the sound check. Everything. We were like, all right, you guys ready? And we're like, what's our topic? And we we're like, we had, <laughs> we, had no, we had no idea. I mean, we have a list of like sure. things that we could do that we never use. Very rarely actually utilize. We didn't this want to bombard this... with relationship crap. That's a good point. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, right, but like, so, I mean, in a way, this is relationship because it's a relationship between people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah, mean, not, not like, not you romantically. Know, romantic, not romantic relationship, right. but yes. Yeah, but so we had like no idea what we were going to, so there were very low expectations for this. And I feel like it was relatively solid. I think we had a good, we had a good podcast. But um, anything else that you said? Yeah. I don't know. Um, we've talked about like friends before on this, mm-hmm. and you have said, Nico, that I manage my friend groups the best yes. out of the three of us. Right. How yes. much time do we have? We got however. There's no time limit. Okay. Well, because I'm thinking <laughs> definitely. There's definitely a difference in how each person manages their friend groups. Mm-hmm. Okay. Michael does the best in floating between them and remaining a presence in each group. Sure. Nico tries to mend them together. I do. I'm a math, Typically, which is, I'm a math scientist. He tries to blend which them. Makes which makes me so work. mad. I'm experimental. Bothers Michael. I'm experimental that way. I'm the opposite. I isolate. Yes. I, and I've always isolated. I have one group here, one group over there, and those two groups will never meet. Sure. So that when one group gets fed up with me, I can go to the other one. Yeah. <laughs> Worlds um, will not collide. Worlds will never collide. Yeah. I'm the center of my own universe. Yes. Well, I think – well, it's in, it's interesting though because I think if we were to rank it – and I know we're not going to get into the actual math, but I would say generally speaking, you have less friends – then you you talk to I shouldn't say friends you talk to less people than Michael and Michael talks to less people than me. Is that correct or incorrect? Talk to on a regular basis. Sure. I won't even say friends because I have the most acquaintances. I think. I definitely think you have the most acquaintances. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I think like that is just a necessity. Of, well, I consider everyone I talk to like a friend. Right. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I don't. I, I don't just talk to people because. No, I feel obligated. I, I talk so. to them because I want to. I keep my circle small. Yeah. You definitely do. And he's uh, sort of medium. He's somewhere in the middle. And I, I certainly have... You have a large circle. I have large ass circles. Very loose. Story of my life. Circle. Yeah, there, it's very large. A lot of Which cellulite. Which is also those things. part of the problem I had with you. No doubt. No right. doubt about it. But um, I, I certainly... Uh, well, you're definitely right. Because I can make small talk with just about anybody. Mm-hmm. I can go to a group, but... To actually stay and not get a bored or be offend someone, mm-hmm. it it takes a small group, and there's only you know six people at home and five or about the same number up at school. Mm-hmm. But when I'm home, I never talk to this. I rarely talk to the school friends, and you guys know firsthand when I'm at school, my communication with you guys drops right incredibly. Sure, I I always try to make an effort to. Keep in contact with as many people as possible. The other day, Michael and I came up with a good word for it. We we said that I was hoarding friends, and that I was essentially he hoard, a hoarder. Yeah, he he's a friend hoarder. I'm a friend. Hoarder. I, well, I wouldn't even say it a friend. He's an acquaintance hoarder. Sure, I'm the, a people my, hoarder. The problem is that is, might be a crime. You in just some can't states, let anyone my, go. My problem right. is my problem with him is that he holds on to people that doesn't that don't add anything to his life. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you. like we've had the conversation about said people. You need to yet, trim he, the fat, right? But he doesn't trim that fat. Right. Well, because I'm terrified of change. I, I, let's yeah. Let's get into the specifics of our argument. I am. I am. I am so terrified of moving past anything. I'm terrified of letting things go. Which which is my problem because he constantly says I need to like do. I need to change. I things. do. I need to get out of this rut. I do but, need to change. But then he will not do anything I about it because I, I haven't done it because I'm afraid to do it. You're right. Well, and I think cycling over. I'm the NSA. I don't let worlds collide mm-hmm. because I need to be in charge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I micromanage, not 
that anyone would ever notice. But I definitely think that in our group and in my other group, uh, or groups, I guess you could say, I like to be the one who knows kind of everything. Right. Um, not always the most vocal of the group. Not always. I'm just a core member. I don't always have a role. But I feel like if I let those groups cross each other, paths of communication may become blurred and not run through me. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem yeah. to me. But, like, yeah. So you're okay, though, with, like, just cutting the ripcord and, and piecing out. Totally fine. Totally fine with it. I I'm c- also – don't get me wrong. I'm also okay with you that. You're also okay with it, yeah. I, I, I don't I don't keep people do I don't typically keep people around that I don't view as having some sort of value adding some sort of value to my life. Here's why. I really love the past. The past is a sweet ass time. I haven't had a lot of bad years. I I haven't either. The past is fucking sick. Like I I love those years. And so you know what? Right now it's not the greatest years. I don't have a horrible life. I don't have major things to complain about. But you know it's not the greatest years. And you know what? If I could go back there, it'd be kind of sweet. I know we can't. I know life's about moving on. I can't do that, though. Um, also, See, I think that's your first problem. Is you're saying you can't. Well, no, you can. Oh, I certainly can't, but I'm afraid to. But, Michael, that's the story of my life. It's like I, I have all of these problems that I push under the, the rug the and I The problem bear. is at what point do you break? Do you break? It's a great Because, point. I mean, you keep complaining, complaining. I mean, this conversation started how many months ago? You're very right. When, uh, when did you do that podcast? That was last fall or something like that. Or at least the winter. No, 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 no. no, no or the no, winter no, no, at least. No, 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 no. About March or something. I was, I, it, it was March. We t- started talking about it. Was, it was, I think, I think it was a little it was before the, that. It was the same podcast I started talking about March Madness. Because I know I called the episode March Sadness. That's how I remember it. But like, but that is just, it's just like, it's just like at what point does it end? Because I, I, it's almost like, and I'll continue to have the conversation with you, Yeah. but it's like, we say the same things over and over again. And I know what the problem is because I'm an introspective person and I know, but I just don't act on them because I'm a pussy. Yeah. That's, that's basically all it is. I mean, but that's, that's my life. That's been my life. That's as long as I can remember, that's how I've been. I'm that way with my eating. I'm that way socially. I'm that way um, in, in just about every decision I make. It's always, eh, we'll fix it tomorrow. So would you argue that you need a person to drag you out of that? No, you because I don't, I don't think – somebody dragging any- your hand along the whole way going, let's go do this, would you do that? I don't think anybody can drag me out of it. I think I have to do it myself. Okay. Right? I don't, I don't think my problems are – I don't think I could – I don't think anybody could solve them for me because I certainly have many people that I have involved in this conversation that yes. have tried, you know, and I, I just – I don't know. That's – that's I've always been um, – I, I don't know. I've, I've always had a hard time giving things up, and, I'm, and I, I very rarely acknowledge my own problems, and if I do acknowledge my problems, I see no need to fix it. See, in – style of this podcast there's always two of us who are opposites right and i think in this circumstance it's you and me yeah because i've had some good years some not so great years Mm -hmm. and i can't wait to get on with it right no that's the thing about you the The future is is the the best best part the future is the best time right yeah it's endless possibilities anything could happen right to me i know that my past not sucks because I'm not going to mean there are people who have it worse and there exactly. are people who have it better. I always try to emphasize that, yeah. Right, but it's not been the easiest, I think, and I think everyone at this table would agree with it. Sure. Um, and I'm not asking for pity, but I'm saying in the upcoming years, anything could happen. Right. right. And I think that that is what is worth fighting for. Yeah. Not to go back to when things were good. And I think most people are like you. 
and I think I am the very small minority. I think, and I don't think that. I might argue that. Really? I don't think I'm like him, but I don't think I'm like you either. Really? In what way? I think I'm more. I just kind of live in the moment more than anything. I don't dwell on the past, but I don't. But I don't. It's like it's like the Christmas Carol. No, but no, past, present, and future. No, but no, but for real. No, no, but like really, I really, I don't. I don't look forward to the future. I understand Mm -hmm. that anything can happen in the future, and you need to plan for the future. Do you plan a lot? I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say plan. I would say prepare. Mm. I prepare for the future. Okay. I have an idea of. You're ready for it. I have an idea of what is probably coming. Mm -hmm. Like most likely, I have an idea of like where life will most likely take me. But I'm also ready in case that gets derailed. Yeah. I'm prepared for that. Interesting. Cause but I, I but uh, yeah. and I'm not saying I dwell on the past. I look back on the past, mm-hmm. but I don't hold on to it. Probably I look. I use the past to then make future decisions. Interesting. Because I look on the past, I think probably more fondly than it was in the moment. I probably like, oh, those are the best days. You romanticize, right? But you never remember the bad shit. You only remember the good stuff. So it's like See, I remember the bad shit. I mean, the, the big things. But, like, if you wake up in the morning and, like, fucking tired. Oh, I got, like, no sleep last night. Oh, I don't feel like doing this today. But, like, one great thing happens that day, you know? Then you're gonna just, you're just going to remember that thing. You're not going to remember the shitty details leading up to it. I mean, I also try and I, – I can't pinpoint the point where I became very cynical. And I've just mm-hmm. become cynical over time. Yeah. I think both of you would agree with that. Um, I don't know if you – I've become I've become cynical. To a certain degree. I don't know if cynical is the right word. I'm not as cynical as you. <laughs> well, that's why I don't think cynical is the right word. <laughs> he would say wise. That's, that would be his word. I don't, know what, I don't know what word you'd use, but if you were to look back. I'd say realistic. If you were to look back five, four years ago, right? So if we look, if we go back to senior year of high school, yeah, I am very different from the person I was then to the person I am now. Like, ve- like very. I think you become more realistic. I wouldn't say. So. I don't but think you tip the scales. Of but cynical. that's just getting older, though. No, right? but like you're not much different from the person you were, and you're not much different from the no, person you well, were. Well, I was always cynical. He was always idealistic. Right. I think you become more realistic. Nothing's changed for me. I'll tell you that. Right. Much. You're you're no different, and you're really no different than you were. Right. I mean, you two have always been. The, I feel like I've changed. I mean, I don't know if you feel that way. Do you feel like you've changed a lot? Because I mean, as I, a person, you are. I feel like, I mean, the life around you may have changed, but I feel like the person you are is I think relatively I've the more same. accepting of who I was. I don't think I, I wouldn't argue I've changed because I don't think people can change, which is a topic <laughs> oh, for another podcast. Yeah, but I would say that I become more aware of how who I am and more comfortable with that. Um, I think that I established my self identity and learned to live with that. I think I've actually changed though. I feel like I'm not the same person that I was way back when. Wow. I feel like if you were to look, if you were, if you could actually travel back in time, it'd just be a fly on the wall around me at all times. Right. I feel like you would notice big differences. Were you happier? Be honest. I don't know that I was, I don't know if happy is the right word. Were you more pleased with the person you were then, or do you like the person you are now more? This is getting real deep. I'm sorry, everybody, but it's fine. No, no, no. It's, Let's ride this train. You know, I I don't know that happier is the right word. Mm-hmm. I th- I don't know that, like, I'm more pleased with the person I am now or if I'm more pleased with the person I was then. I, f- I, I really don't know how to explain it. I feel like it was just a necessary change that had to happen for me to 
gets the point. Which is I why am I now. think it's just part of you maturing. I think you're just. But I don't yeah. think. But I don't think it was maturity. I don't think. I also don't think it's maturity. Is it that's the, the reason. Is it the you know product of experiences? I'm gonna side with Nico on this one. I think it was just a step. Right. Like so. My so. In other words, is this cynicism, as you call it, or this realism, as Alex is calling it, is that? the result of things that, that have happened to you and have you grown are, are you shaped by your environment or, or some particular circumstances or was this just a, a just sudden unnatural sort of change what do you think I feel like this change really really started to happen um, not last year but the year before that and, I, and I can't pinpoint why so then for you then it's not really experiences or at least I not the because I can't pinpoint why because I feel like freshman year of college, I was relatively the same person that I was all throughout high school, right? I feel like I was that same type of person. I mean, I might have been a little different just because, like, you know, life does change you slightly. You know what, though? See, you think you're you're painting it as, like, a sudden thing. I, I'm i not saying it was a sudden thing, but I think – It seems more like – I don't know. It seems like more of a, 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 a natural arc. As I'm thinking about it more, I felt like it was sort of a natural progression of the person that you're. Becoming. I'm just saying, if you if you look back, right, mm-hmm. to high school, I'm way different now than I was like back then. But you're also obviously... different from middle school to high school, though, too. I don't think that I was that much. No, sorry. Really? No, I really don't no. think I was. Interesting. No, I think really? I was. I think I was relatively the same person. Back I think then. everybody hits one tunnel, and I'll call it a tunnel um, for now. I think everybody hits one tunnel that's transformative, but when it happens, I think varies person to person. Mm-hmm. I think that everybody – and this is just my own personal philosophy. I think that everybody hits certain stages of their social, psychological, mental development, but we all hit them at different times, and all our thinking will change the same way. I think that what Nico has not hit, what Michael Puberty. has hit – well, yeah. Uh, what Sorry, you well, hit. That was a layup for you guys. You yeah, had to take that nah, joke. That's fine. I had to what, make it for myself. God damn it. You haven't. What you said you're complaining about freshman year of college is something I would equate to what I hit sophomore year of high school. I think I hit that point. Yeah, but that was. But, but there was a specific event that, that triggered well, that. Well, I had though. an event, which is why I think my event brought my change forward. I think that. Sophomore year, just I'm okay sharing this. My parents got divorced. Yeah. And I think that that catalyzed and brought that realization or that turnaround or that tunnel sooner. But did you change as a person fundamentally or did your outlook on the world change? I think I fundamentally changed as a person. Really? Yes. In what way? I think that I definitely became more aware of the world around me and that there are some things that aren't givens, Mm -hmm. that things can change even if you assume through most of your life that they're certainties. Mm -hmm. And for me personally, I took it one step further and said, okay, well, if that's the case, then nothing is a certainty. Everything is conditional. Yeah. And if you want something to be a certain way, you just have to reenact those conditions. Um, And that goes for love, for hate, for anger, for comedy, whatever. You have to set the stage. Uh-huh. You have to get ready to go in that kind of pattern. Um, and I think that that made me not give up on the idea of love, but realize that this was something you had to work at. Yeah, It wasn't a guarantee to everyone that you will grow up, get married, go to college, get a degree, meet someone in college who you'll marry, 
grow old and live happy. Yeah. I realized that that wasn't a guarantee that things had to work and that for some people that just wasn't in the cards. That some people, no matter how hard you try, that's never going to happen. I was fucking beautiful, and for this bullshit fucking podcast that we do, where we make boner jokes every week, I feel like you, uh, you, you went above and beyond the call of duty. You're welcome. But thank so you for that. So speaking to that, <laughs> so right, can so I now right, make a boner joke? Please do. <laughs> no, I, could, no. I could really use one right now. No, but Go speaking ahead. to that, I don't know that I can pin. Like he can pinpoint where that happened. Uh-huh. I think my problem is, is that I don't know where, like, where to pinpoint that. Mm-hmm. That's wow. You know what I mean? Like I don't know where to pinpoint that. Like at one point, at at what point? I mean, did did that happen? Because I don't, I can't think of when well, that. Well, you're happened. saying your freshman transition. No, no, but like I feel like I was the same person freshman year, then sophomore year. It's I'm not saying it was like an immediate change, but it, it started to change. I I like, but like I don't know what well, necessarily caused that. I don't. I don't want to say it was just the start of the new school year well, because like nothing was different from well, the year before. What I was saying is I think in most people it doesn't have a cause. I'm claiming that I'm the exception. I feel like the, but I feel like there is an event that causes that. I just don't know because think, there's there's no reason that personally I don't believe that there's a reason that I can go from being relatively idealistic like you are Nico, uh-huh. right? I don't feel like I can go from that and being like this like people person to where now I fucking hate the majority of the people that I come in contact with. And when I say hate, I mean I don't necessarily mean like I want you to die, but I You've but become antisocial. I've become way more antisocial than I ever was and I don't know at what point I reached that. I like I don't know at what point I became an introvert. Right. Because, because I was always extroverted. That's so weird. You know what I mean? Like I don't know at what point I hit that. That's so weird. And that has definitely shaped me as a person that has shaped my friends group that has shaped how i view the world that has shaped everything in my life essentially but i don't know at what point i hit that because i do think to a certain extent although i think we're all born and there's some sort of inherent um personality traits and and the way that i think is just naturally going to be different from the way that you two think but i do also think that more often than not people are shaped by their experiences and people are shaped by the world around them and, like, you know, whoever your parents are, whatever your upbringing is like. What's a nature versus nurture argument? Sure. Really is what sure. you're making there. I, I would – I normally go 90 percent the, the, – normally the statistic I do is 90 percent nurture, 10 percent nature. That's just what I think most of life is. And that goes for anything. That goes for uh, uh, talent. That goes for art. You know, if – the fact that uh, that – Prince was one of the great musicians of all time is 90% Prince practicing his ass off and 10% Prince is born a genius. And I think that's that's the way in most areas of life. The fact that you view life with um uh you feel you view life as more of a rough around the edges, dirty, you got to you got to just brush yourself off and keep moving forward mm-hmm. is shaped I think 10% just that's the way you are, but I think 90% is you uh, you had experiences in your life that that dictated yeah. that belief, and I think ninety percent of me, although I am a naturally, I think, happy, optimistic person, ninety percent is I come from a family of optimistic people, and I I've always had a very posh, easy, nice and comfy, cozy lifestyle, and I've never had that challenge in any way, and that's where my optimism is born out of, you know. So it's funny that you bring this up that it's just out of nowhere for you. And I think I really because like 
I can't pinpoint it to family because my mom is one of the most outgoing people that you'll probably ever meet. You can't get her to shut the fuck up. I think uh, mom, I love you, but shut the fuck I think, up sometimes. I think she's number one. For and me. honestly, like my dad is the opposite where like he is more introverted. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to interacting with people, he's not like I hate interacting with people because mm-hmm. he doesn't. He obviously he, he's a type of person that would prefer to like be alone, mm-hmm. but he doesn't hate it. Like he's not going to like. Like, I think I saw... that's another tunnel, though. I think that's another checkpoint you have to hit. I think that everybody goes through that kind of, not dark period, because we're not all going through an emo phase. Mm-hmm. None of us have any piercings or dyed hair. <laughs> but I think you hit, a, everybody hits a point where they kind of hate the world. And they move forward and realize that, you know what, there is some good in there and there are some things worth fighting for. And that people are inherently good or assholes, whatever you decide to think. Mm-hmm. And that that's where you move forward from. So I, think I just want to know where tunnel, I started the seeing the bad in everyone. Yeah. Because I, I was never like that. I think after living in close proximity to so many people for a year. Is that what it is? I don't know. Close pro- proximity definitely plays a factor. I did that for a year and nothing changed for me. I, I had the exact same opinion of people, even though I wasn't the biggest fan of my roommate. I, I was, you know. But how extroverted were you in college? Fairly. And when you were at Emerson. Fairly. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know. I have to pee. Go pee. I also have to pee. <laughs> okay. Let's, all right. Wait, let's wrap. Let's, uh, do you want to pause? Keep going. What do you want to do? Pause. Because I feel like we're not completely done with okay, this. Okay. We're going I, somewhere with this. I want to uh, close, but. I just feel like we have like five, ten more minutes in it, and I can't wait that all right, long. Go pee. I don't know about you. Right, pause. pause. Pause button. As I was peeing, since you're leaving that in there, mm-hmm. I'm thinking more about it. I mean, maybe that sort of happened when to me when like the weight gain started oh maybe was it concussion related I would argue I don't, I'm not saying weight... concussion related I would like argue just... the weight gain is a result of of your view I don't think your view changed because of the weight no you gained weight because you stopped playing sports so right much. but then I didn't do anything about it maybe. I just that's the thing like old Mike would have like high school Mike would have done something uh huh you, just, you ran out of fucks to give, is what you did. Oh. Is you right. cared about things for so long, you're just like, you know what? Right. Fuck it. Yeah. I'm going to eat a whole bowl I wonder of Chinese if it's, food I wonder if it's, like, weight gain related. Interesting. That's, yeah, you know. I, I wonder. I wonder. Did you lose motivation? I think, you know, I don't think that that's a, an unfair thing to say. Uh-huh. Just in general. For a lot of things. Yeah. There's, for a lot of things, I don't, I think I've lost some motivation. But now, chicken or the egg, though, was it like the weight gain caused that lack of motivation? I lack think it of was confidence? the lack of motivation that caused the weight gain. The lo- that caused the weight gain. Which well, the weight which. gain started when I was when I had like a severe concussion. Right. So I had, that was a circumstance that I had no control over. Right. Well, mine started but, when I threw my back out. But I think that that also, but that situation, mine bred started, that. Uh, you know, at birth. When I <laughs> when I discovered McDonald's at birth, no, but I feel I think, and I've had plenty of opportunity to change it, which I haven't. But I feel like the initial start of that was a situation that I had no control over. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that it just, just bred an excuse. It bred that like, yeah. kind of oh, yeah. mindset. But then again, like I said before, for those two years, senior year and then freshman year of high of uh, college. Senior of high school, freshman year of college. I wasn't like that. 
And then it was, I think it, it, was, was just it was like, but it wasn't, but it was more the crowd. end of sophomore year that it really started to happen. Wow. It, like, I'm not saying like the absolute end, I but think, like. I think, honestly, if we dug far enough, I think we could find the traumatic event. I, Maybe not traumatic, but just the, the. I'm just, it's just, it's just weird because I, I just, I look back and I'm like, at what point did I become this, relative to my old self, this miserable person? Yeah. How long had you been single at that point? Ooh, interesting. Uh, at that point, two years. Yeah, that's why. That's the event. You think that's it? I 100% think that's it. He's in a relationship now, and he's still pretty cynical, though. I wouldn't say miserable. He seems I happy. That was a change. I don't I think, think... And I think that you can't argue this, that Michael and I deal with being single in very different ways. No doubt about that. Absolutely no doubt about but, that. T- right. Wait, time out. <laughs> time out. No question. Was I single? <laughs> was well, I? Well, ah, he's got a point there. Yeah, but he had woes. And to you, not dating is single. Sure. I guess. You're not having that emotional relationship. Crap. Yeah. Is all what that, we call that, the last Well, I would argue that that was Bullshit, all I, had. I believe, is the word, yes. I would argue that was all I had. Also a good point. Because there was no physical aspect. That's true. That's because, true. as discussed in the last I podcast, think, <laughs> I do not believe in that. I think yeah. the, indi- the indecision was what was killing you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, but, but he's always been indecisive, though. But he's always been indecisive, but he's, especially in high school, never had a shortage of females. Uh-huh. That's very true. Good point. I think that's the change, is that college you had to work for it. Wow. Did I? See, like me and Nico, <laughs> we've always had to work for it. But that is, no, you know, he does have a point there, though. Thank you. No, he, he, he does have a point. But the, time out, time out, time out. Yeah. I didn't have to work. I didn't have to work until I squandered that. But you had to wait. No. You were the... Cock of the walk. Is that the word? Cock of the roost? Cock of the roost. Back in fucking high school. What the fuck are you talking about? Cock of the... You never heard that? No. Cock of the walk? I'm, That's a thing, isn't that. it? I never heard that. No, the word that. cock is definitely in it. I know that for a fact. <laughs> he's he's, just refer- call, he's just referencing call a, a rooster. Just call him a cock. <laughs> you're the, you're, yeah, yeah. You were the cock back in high school. And then... <laughs> that everybody wanted a piece th- of. Right, but also unknowingly, that person. Yeah, but still, but no, you were surrounded by people that absolutely adored you, and you always had that reinforcement. And certainly when high, when college hit, you had less of that. Agree or disagree? Sure. Yeah. But time out, because from the end of freshman year until that was squandered in the first semester of junior year, mm-hmm. I had that. Right. Which doesn't make any sense because I know that I can say that it started to happen before that event. So it's not – I can't say that it was that event that did well, it. Well, maybe it just sort of took its toll on you because I I yeah. do think – and I know this about you too. This is a whole other podcast for another day, but like the um, – You still have podcast ideas. That's true. That we never use. Yeah. That we never, never like plan for. You, uh, you live or die by other people's opinions of you. And you are – and you are uh, – your stock is 100% based on the market and not on your own value. You know what I mean? And I wouldn't say 100%, but a lot of it is, like, if if people around you are not happy with you, it really hurts you. And But I think I'm getting away from that. I think we've discussed that. I, we have discussed I think you're it. getting away from that because you've been exposed to a lower stock value. Right. I think it's, it's natural. People, I think you have to. Right. Yeah. People started to, not to think less because that's wrong. Yeah. But not have such a high interest value like they did in high school. And you said, you know what? Fuck them. Yeah. But yes, you're be- not yeah. literally, but you're becoming yeah, I, yeah. I got you. You're becoming more of a civilian now. 
you're becoming one of us again. And that's <laughs> one a, of us. I mean, one of us. Because high school is that, that's one of the dangers of high school is that you can be just on top in high school and then you leave and you're a nobody. And that's like really terrifying. And some people I know are, that we all know have sort of uh, slipped into that no, hole. See, the, the, prob- the, the problem that I have is that I say relative, but like for me as a person, regardless of that, just if you were to just look at me just in like a bubble in general, I feel like, he says it's realism because he's so cynical, but compared to like the average person, I am on the cynical side. And I it always just thought bothers me. cynical was also sort of a weird word because like, you use it quite a bit. You're always very yeah. Let's not talk about the, how words are weird. No, that, we don't need to get into semantics. No, we don't long. need to get into semantic. You but can you we wanna, say optimism and pessimism? I don't know that it's pessimism either. Mm. Semantics, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I just, I just, I feel like in relatively relativity to everyone else mm-hmm. that I'm around, whether it's at school, at work, around my friends, right? I am definitely on the. If you want to use the word pessimism or negative, I am on the more negative, pessimistic, cynical side of things. There's plenty of worse. Like, though. like way, way, like way farther than the average person. Mm-hmm. I'm not as far as Alex. Right. Whoop, whoop. But if there's Alex at the extreme, I am right at cynical or pet- pessimistic or negative, and then everyone else is somewhere in between negative, pessimistic, cynical, and extremely positive. I feel like I am. I have reached. If we're looking at a scale, but see, even right now, you're judging yourself off others. <laughs> True. He's got a great point. No, no, you're right. No, no, but yeah. I'm not. But I'm not looking. Of course, at, I'm right. I'm perfect. No, no, but I'm not looking at how other people look at me. I'm looking at how I look at myself in comparison to the people. But it's around. A, and but you it judge yourself off other. People. It is informed by everybody else's opinions. It's my major complaint with you. It's the biggest flaw I see in you. It is absolutely the thing. It's that you are so. It is all about what others think, and and that but, like. But, the, but what I'm saying right now has nothing to do with what other people think. Well, I think some of it is though. No, because I just I look at the other people around me. I'm like. They don't think like I do. I think more, but I think more positive reinforcement from other people would help. Is it that that they don't think like you do? Because you've told me on multiple occasions your friends at school don't have these kinds of conversations. Is it they don't think with you like you do, or you don't get that experience? You don't see that part. What do you mean? Clarify that. Okay, you. So we obviously have these deep conversations about how we feel. We do it on a podcast, uh, right? Yeah. And you've told me before that you don't have those that kind of relationship with your friends at school. They're just not that kind of those kind of people. Well, I think that everybody's that kind of person. No, I that, that, well, at I least dis- I totally disagree. Yeah, they're, they're all right. Not. Maybe they're not. Then fuck me. I, I don't um, think that I don't think everyone is can have conversations like that. I don't think everyone's capable of this. I don't think everyone's smart enough to. No, I don't think so. But they, <laughs> no, certainly have. No, but no, but it has nothing to do with intelligence in terms of my friends. <laughs> yes, it does. No, 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 yes, no, 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 no. I'm saying in terms correlated. of my friends at school, yeah. I don't think it has anything to do with intelligence. Ninety-nine percent okay. of the time, it because does. my friends at school are let's be pretty intelligent people. We're above average, though. <laughs> we're fucking brilliant. Us on the think tank, it's called the think tank for a reason. Okay, we're fucking brilliant here. I'm sorry, we're smarter than you. Get over it. Uh, but y- that, uh, disclaimer: <laughs> that is Nico saying that. Alex and I are sitting here. Silently. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Two thirds rules. That's it. Majority rules on that. Uh, okay, let's wrap this up and save this for the podcast about change. Can people change? Because there's a lot of shit here, and that could be like a three hour thing on its own. Um, anything else we want to say about friendship? <laughs> we were talking about friendship? Yes, we were. Yeah. Oh. I mean, we can cut all this if you want. No, I'm leaving it all in. Fuck That's it. fine. I'm okay. not cutting Make shit. Making it a two-parter, maybe? No. All right. Don't. They can listen. Fuck you. That's fine. They got room on their iPhones. Friendship, to clarify, this 
I believe this this start because I was comparing like how I am as a person. And that's how it shaped my friendships. Is that where this started? Uh, Rewind <laughs> and find out where this started. Because <laughs> none of us are quite sure. So I want to say that that started on that. So just to clarify for the listener that's been listening to us ranting and I forget everything I say immediately after it though. It just it just goes right. It's also out. a problem with you. <laughs> no, <laughs> no doubt about it. Uh, thank you guys for doing a show. Really no appreciate problem. it. Good show. Good beer. Uh, can't wait to come back next week with our Girls Night Out podcast, which will definitely be happening 100%. Um, and we're, we're not going to skip weeks anymore because we're – we should start banking them too. We should start talking about that and maybe yeah. doubling up a couple and, and slowly releasing these things. Okay. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Search for the Think Tank. Leave a review. Rate five stars. Uh, it really helps a lot. And everybody that has subscribed so far, you're the best in the world. And we love each and every one of you. And you're smarter than everybody else. I like still that. want a tweet or something. Give from Michael someone, a damn tweet. You from can, someone other than Brian. You fucking creepers. <laughs> and you're my brother. You're listening to us bare our souls and you don't give us anything back. Give us some positive reinforcement. It's not even positive reinforcement. I just want something to know that someone relatively cares about the people they're listening to. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening. Yes. Tell Michael... I see the downloads. Tell Michael that you're proud of him. Tell Alex <laughs> that you hate him. I don't care. Whatever you do. Um, at Mikey Teeny, at Alex Lawson one Yep. There it is. At Funny Nico Tweets for me. And please... You can also alternately tweet me at at Swizzy. Yes. That's my other Twitter, so please feel free to tweet <laughs> How me at that How many Zs, one. though? There's like 10 Zs in there. Nah, I think it's four. I think it's... <laughs> I don't know. Okay, yeah. <laughs> feel free to tweet me Hashtag there. Swizzy. Hashtag Sorry T. <laughs> Hashtag Sorry T. That's right. Hashtag Sorry T. We have to say that. Uh, yeah. Oh, shop Amazon. Help us out. NicoEmpire.com slash Amazon. Do all your Amazon shopping from that page. Uh... Oh, no, just help me. Fuck you two. You ain't getting you a penny. Us. You, you ain't getting You said us. The proverbial us. Can this pay for our beer? It can might. We, can we get a beer fund? We, I'll tell you what. If we get to a certain number, we'll have a beer fund. Yes. Yeah. We can take out, if 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 the costs of the website are paid for, we'll, we'll devote the rest to beer. Yes. There you go. Help Mike and Alex become the uh, the blossoming alcoholics that they are shaping up to be by shopping Amazon, either by going to NicoEmpire.com and hitting the banner or by going to NicoEmpire.com slash Amazon. Every little penny counts. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be back next week. Girls night out. And until next time, please tune in. Oh, no, what, what was the pocket? No, wait a minute. No, not Lord Steve. Jesus no. Christ. <laughs> fucked it up. You fucked up your own tagline. <laughs> Thanks for swimming in the think tank. The water's fine.